Good morning, my friends. This morning in my office, there is a very loud cat. So if it's not the dogs you're hearing, sometimes it's going to be the cat. And this morning it's going to be the cat. Welcome, my friends, to the last podcast of the Millionaire of the Diamonds for 2023. What? And I need to take a moment to thank you for your incredible um confidence throughout the year 2023 some of you lise monique melissa louise kendra uh danny thank you thank you you've been with us in the english zoom day day in and day out monday to friday and i appreciate you so so much and i promise you 2024 is going to be even more explosive this morning marie pierre i want to take a minute and i'm going to need your help on that to ask them to invite friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues from their Facebook personal profile to our group, because there's no way, guys, we're closing off the 31st of December not being 3,000 members, okay? So we're going to be able to do that like this. Look, Monique, just, just like this, okay? In the English and in the French. <clears throat> Marie-Pierre, tell them what to do, because then they'll accept, but you need to invite them for us, okay? So when you go on the Facebook group, Limiliana Diama Inspirational Group, you will go and click the uh, blue button that is invite. And you will have all the list of your friends that are not yet on the group. So you can invite everyone. But of course, we want to invite the people who want to level up. So of course, we want to choose the best people to be with us to achieve that 3000 member on the Facebook group, Limiliana des Diamants. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And if you can send what Anthony Hopkins wrote on Facebook to Melanie Miller, because she's not in the mastermind group. So I, wa I want her to read it. I want her to see it. Okay. Uh, Melanie, you're going to love it. There's something I want to share with you before we go on to the podcast. Now, all of you know, I've been in my Tupperware business for 41 years. And in February of this year, I'm starting my 42nd year. And it's very important for me to share with you that success has nothing to do with talent. And we're going to cover that in the podcast today. It has to do with the relentlessness of working on the specific things we need to do to bring whatever we choose to do in our life to a successful state, okay? So in my business, it started off when I was new in Tupperware with dating parties. So I honed that skill day in and day out until I became the champion dater. And I remember, Melanie, if it was yesterday, I had girls on training with me. We were somewhere in St. Telesfal, that's way after Valleyfield here in the Montreal area. And when I turned around, there were six women lined up to date parties with me. So I went from dating zero parties for years and years and years until I can share with you that people lined up to take parties. Now, I want you to understand it had nothing to do with talent. It had to do with the decision that I knew that in my sales business, until I didn't master the skill to date parties, I could never be a champion recruiter. And then came the champion recruiter and I honed that skill and then came promoting till the day where I promoted 17 directors in the same rally. That has never been done before and it's never going to be done again. Now, the compound effect of this was from day one when I started my business, honing that skill 
that re was required for me to reach the next level. But something very important I want to share with you before you go into 2024, you're going to have to get rid of some of the people around you. And Melanie, I know I'm catching you off guard and we're not going to do it in French, but can you read Anthony Hopkins, please? Because if I dare to read that, it's going to be a disaster waiting to happen. But if you read it, I think it's going to help our English audience immensely. And maybe we can throw it into GPT chat and get the French version <laughs> for everyone. Okay. So you need to get rid of those that don't want the best for you. And sometimes that can be your own brother and sister. Sometimes it can be your own mother, but it doesn't matter. I cannot get rid of my family, but I can choose not to share with them. Okay. I can choose not to share my dreams with them. It's something I'm trying to teach my son right now. Hamid is developing his own company. It's called Might. He's doing amazing. You know, he, he's got that work ethic. He gets up early, early in the morning. He keeps going all day long, seven days a week. And I keep reminding him to stop sharing his dreams with people that don't understand what he's doing because then he's going to get, like my brother gave him this weekend, yeah, but you really think it's going to work. So, Maritiao, not only did we get it with the book, but then my son, and this is why I'm, I'm sharing this with you right now, okay? Stop sharing your dreams. Stop sharing your ambitions. Stop talking. Stop talking to people that don't know where you're going. So, Melanie, with your beautiful English, I mean, I have to take advantage of your doctorate's degree. Please read what Anthony Hopkins wishes for us for 2024. Okay, these, um, it's written uh, brutal, these words from actor Anthony Hopkins. Let go of people who are not ready to love you. This is the hardest thing you'll ever have to do in your life, and it will also be the most important thing. Stop having difficult conversations with people who don't want to change. Stop showing up for people who are not interested in your presence. I know your instinct is to do everything possible to gain the appreciation of those around you, but it's an impulse that steals your time, energy, mental and physical health. When you start fighting for a life with, a, with joy, interest and commitment, not everyone will be ready to follow you to that place. It doesn't mean you have to change who you are. It means you have to let go of people who aren't ready to be with you. If you are excluded, insulted, forgotten, or ignored by the people you give your time to, you are not doing yourself a favor by continuing to offer them your energy and your life. Truth is, you ain't for everybody and everybody ain't for you. This is what makes you make this is what makes it so special when you find people you have friendship with or mutual love. You will know how precious it is because you have experienced what it is not. There are billions of people on this planet and many of them you will find at your level of interest and commitment. Maybe if you stop showing up, they won't look for you. Maybe if you stop trying, the relationship ends. Maybe if you stop texting, your phone will stay dark for weeks. That doesn't mean you ruined the relationship. 
It means the only thing sustaining it was the energy you only gave to keep it. That's not love. That's attachment. It's giving a chance to those who don't deserve it. You deserve so much more. The most valuable thing you have in your life is your time and energy, as both are limited. The people and things you give your time and energy to will define your existence. When you realize this, you start to understand why you are so anxious when you spend time with people, activities or spaces that don't suit you and shouldn't be near you. You will start to realize that the most important thing you can do for yourself and everyone around you is to protect your energy more fiercely than anything else. Make your life a safe haven where only people compatible with you are allowed. You are not responsible for saving anyone. You are not responsible for convincing them to do better. It's not your job to exist for people and give them your life. You deserve real friendships, true commitments, and a complete love with healthy and prosperous people. Decision to distance yourself from toxic people will give you the love, esteem, happiness, and protection you deserve. Melanie, thank you so much. And this needs to be on the group inspiration. We need to pin it up. I could not have taken time and have even thought of writing it as well as this. Now, Anthony Hopkins not only is a renowned um, uh, actor, but you have to know he has composed one of the most popular waltzes the world has ever known. And a lot of people don't know about the talent behind this incredible actor. And he's also a painter. His paintings have sold for tens and 20 and 30 of thousands of dollars, an amazing man. And he had to go through a lot to be able to achieve that level of success. So I feel his words, Melanie. I really, really feel his words. And thank you for reading that because today's podcast really closes off 2023 for me. And I hope it will do the same for you. What are you meant to do? Like, what are you meant to do? How can you enhance your skills and find your true calling? You see, my true calling was not to sell Tupperware. My true calling was to help people regain control of their finances. And I used where I come from to share with you. And, and Tupperware has just been a vehicle to help me do what I was meant to do. This is what it's about. So the question you need to ask yourself is this. When you imagine people like Michael Jordan that achieved six NBAs, Michael Phelps that achieved 28 gold medals, Serena Williams, you know, who had 23 grand slams. I just want you to know, in tennis, one grand slam is something. 23 grand slams. Usain Bolt, the fastest man in the world, and Messi, eight ballon d'ors. Think about it. Do you really think these athletes were born this way? Were they actually born this way? Or was it, or was it because they were relentless in their dedication of the development of the scale of that sport? So I invite you during the, the, the New Year's celebrations to watch two movies. The one, the one of the movies I want you to watch is King Richard, 
that you understand the dedication that was required to have not only Serena, but remember, um, uh, okay, I'm really in love with Serena, so I just remember Serena, but but yeah, oh my God, Maria. Anyways, whoever remembers Vanessa. the other girl's name, I Vanessa. can't. Vanessa, Vanessa, thank you. Venus, Venus or Vanessa? Venus, it was Venus, there you go. Okay, go watch that movie. And the second one is the one on Michael Jordan. Both are on Netflix, okay? Both are on Netflix, and I need you to understand that we all have incredible talent, but it is, without relentlessness and dedication and hard work, it will never transform itself and its extraordinary ability. So today, through Melanie Miller and, of course, the exercise of Marie-Pierre, you will leave this podcast with the absolute belief in yourself that if you are relentless in pursuing in that one scale that's going to get you to where you want to go in 2024, your entire trajectory will change. So for my directors, like Marie-Pierre, Melanie Miller, and Monique that are with me on the, on the Zoom right now, I want you to know that one thing you have to build and hone and develop every day, seven days a week, 365 days, is developing leaders. And if in a day we did nothing to develop a leader, we have not worked a second. All we did was walking fast, going nowhere. Okay, Monique? We develop leaders. I don't care if you had, you, just, you say, well, I just sent a messenger message. Guys, it's something. So create your own standard. Is it five, uh, uh, five things today that I will do to build leaders? Is it three? Is it two? Is it a five, four, three, two, one? Like, or a seven, six? Like, create your own, I believe in systems. Like, for me to drink two liters of water every day until I didn't put it in a system, it didn't work for me. So when I wake up in the morning, it's I'm, I gobble down my first 500 mils of water. As soon as I get to the office, it's I gobble down my second 500 mils. That takes care of one liter. And then throughout the day, I'll do the rest of the liter. It's a system. So figure out your, you know, 7543 or like whatever and make that your, your commitment to yourself. And watch how 2024 is going to go from extraordinary to legendary. And this podcast and, and the last five podcasts we've been doing, it's like a whole bunch of information that formed one whole piece for me today. So thank you for being part of this. And I will leave you in the talented hands of Marie-Pierre and Melanie Miller. So over to you, Melanie. Okay, good morning, everybody. Um, and uh, yes, what a powerful piece that uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, wrote for us. Um, yesterday, I talked to you about knowing yourself and your strengths and how we need to be constantly renewing our skills. A question to ask ourselves, what could my competitive advantage be considering everything that I have and could develop better? What would be the area that could make a difference? And even more importantly, what should my competitive advantage be? So first, you need to identify your skills. 
then you need to ask these questions. What am I really good at today? Second, what could my competitive advantage be? And three, what should my competitive advantage be? And in conjunction with that, what are the skills that will help you to move to the top of your field? So whatever you're doing, all of those questions are relevant. And one of the things we can do is um, find out what you are meant to do. Sounds weird, find out what you're meant to do. But Tracy tells the story of a friend of his who had built a company and then decided to sell it years later. At that point, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. So he asked Tracy, what should I do? And Tracy recommended that he go to see a um, special psychologist, an industrial psychologist, who can do tests to find out what your aptitudes are and what you are ideally suited to. So off when his friend did the test with the psychologist, only to reveal that his best strengths were consulting and presenting professional seminars to managers and salespeople. But his friend wasn't happy with that. He didn't like that. He found that, that he was scared of that. So he said, no, I, that can't be right. And then Tracy said to him, well, you didn't ask me to find something that you can conveniently do well. You asked me what were your strengths? And this is what came back. So now you have to decide. You find out your strengths. Maybe that's not what you were expecting. And now you have to decide how are you going to use those and develop them. And so his friend actually did go ahead and start using them and developed another very successful business. So it happens. Strengths are like muscles. If you don't use them, one, you don't know you have them. And two, you don't, uh, you don't know how to develop them. And interestingly enough, I was talking to my uh, son-in-law yesterday because I go to CrossFit. And um, I was talking to him about, you know, the difference between doing exercise and being fit. And he was telling me that one of the most um, important things that you can do in the, your life, especially as you get older, is to get strength. Because if you don't uh, train your muscles to hold weights, to be able to uh, sit down in certain positions, to get up from falling over, that um, the way our bodies decline in the last 20 years of our life can determine how we finish our lives. And so um, uh, exercising those muscles is what will make a difference between you being fit um, or uh, to, to you being an active 85-year-old and a person who um, it hasn't ever used them or tested all their muscles in various ways and your aerobic system. So, you know, have you ever challenged yourself to, to go without air? So that is just an example of, of how those things are important. And Michael Jordan said, everybody has talent, but to translate it into ability takes hard work. 
And I, I chat GPT and I said to chat GPT, can you give me an example of somebody who started life doing something and then changed because they found they were using, uh, not using all their skills. And he, he mentioned chat GPT mentioned Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I said, no, I'm not talking about him again. I've already talked about him. So I, I entered into chat GPT. What do you think of Colonel Sanders? And so chat GPT then came back to me and said, yeah, Colonel Sanders is an excellent example of somebody who developed skills later in life that he didn't know he had and became very successful. So he started serving his special flavored fried chicken at a service station in his 40s. It was in Corbin, Kentucky. He started to cook chicken dishes and discovered that he had culinary skills. He then found that he actually had other skills because when the um, service station had to shut down, he had to find another way to, to be able to keep serving this chicken dish that was very popular. So he opened a restaurant and then he found he had other skills because now he was thinking bigger than just one restaurant and maybe he could do more restaurants. So his skills can be identified almost in chronological order as this. He always had perseverance and resilience because he never gave up on whatever job he was in. And he had an entrepreneurial spirit. So even though he worked as a farmer, as a um, fireman, as a somebody on streetcars collecting tickets, he knew that there was something more to life than working for other people. And then he found that he was actually good at cooking. So he had unique culinary skills. And then he said, okay, I can brand my style of cooking. I can wear a white uniform and a cap and everything we recognize about Kentucky Fried Chicken now because he had branding and marketing skills and he developed them. And then he developed his relationship and building, um, uh, relationship building and persuasion skills. And finally, he, he developed his adaptability and innovation skills. And so through his life, um, I'm not sure if he's still alive, but um, I think he is, but through his life, from the age of 40, he started to take life seriously and started to hone in on his skills and develop what we now know to be an amazing um, franchising business. So he created a legacy and did not start making chicken until he was about 40. It, it was only in his 60s that he developed those other skills and became what we know today. And now I think Marie-Pierre is going to help us to um, know how to find our skills. Over to you, Marie-Pierre. 
Thank you, Melanie. So yes, we want to make sure that we develop the right skills. So <laughs> regardless of your chosen field, your career path, or your unique strength, there are fund uh, foundational skills that will serve everyone who wants to be in success. So there's 10 skills that I will talk to you about this morning. And I want you to rate yourself from one to 10 for each. So you will have an idea which one you should develop more that can help you be in success. So let's start with number one, that is effective communication. So effective communication, yes, involve expressing your idea clearly, but it also uh, um, involve actively listening to others. So it will enable you to convey your thought persuasively. Oh boy. <laughs> Resolve conflict and build strong interpersonal relationships. So from one to 10, where do you see yourself for effective communication? Number two is critical thinking. So critical thinking is the ability to question assumption, evaluate information and make well-informed decisions. So it allows you to navigate complex issues, identify opportunities and innovate. So from one to 10, where do you see yourself? Number three, it's time management. So yes, time management skills will include setting priorities, setting your goals and creating your schedule. So when it's master, it helps you use your time efficiently, reduce the stress and accomplish more in less time. So from one to 10 for your time management. Number four is adaptability. So Yes, we live in a rapidly changing world, so adaptability is essential. So it involves being open to new ideas, learning from experience, and adjusting your approach if it's uh, when the circumstances evolve. So from one to 10 for adaptability. Number five is leadership. Yes, leadership in your work. Yes, leadership in your family. Yes, leadership into your uh, uh, with your friends and families because leadership isn't limiting limited to leading teams or organization. It's about influencing and inspiring others. So from one to ten for your leadership. Number six is emotional intelligence. So yes, it involves understanding your own emotion and those of others. It enables you to manage emotion effectively, empathize with others, and navigate interpersonal relationships with greater ease. So from one to 10 for your emotional intelligence. Number seven is financial literacy. So it's about understanding money management, budgeting, saving, investing with the basis. So it empower you to secure your financial future and make sound choices regarding to money. So from one to 10 about your financial literacy. Number eight is about problem solving. So problem solving skills will help you identify issues, gather information, analyze options, and find effective solution. So they are valuable in overcoming obstacles, both big and small. So from one to 10 for problem solving. Number nine is resilience. So resilience is the ability to bounce back from setback and maintain a positive attitude in the face of adversity. So developing resilience will help you stay motivated and persistent in pursuing your goals. 
So from one to 10 for your resilience. And the last one, number 10, it's networking. So building that strong network of connections within your field uh, with the people who can help you have access to resources, to opportunity, to valuable insight. So do you have the right network around you? So from one to 10 for your networking. So now, which one would benefit you the most if you develop that skill? So if you want to go share in the chat, in the comment, which one of the 10 that can make a big difference for you if you decide to develop that skills, because these are just foundational skills. It's uh, universal and adaptable. So making them essential for anyone seeking success in their personal and professional life. So if you want to make sure that, yes, you want to be in success, those are skills that you need first. And of course, it will help you develop your strength and your talent in a way that, yes, can become number one, like all those examples that Maria Melanie <laughs> talk about. Because if you have talent, yes, but now you need that resilience, you need that problem solving, you need that emotional intelligence to take that talent and bring it to a number one level in the world. So yeah. <laughs> We wish you a beautiful, uh, it's New Year's Eve in two days, and we will see you in 2024. Whoa, I'm so excited. <laughs> so thank you again for this beautiful year, and we will see you next year. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>